about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. We, we started talking about something for service, right? And one of the reasons why we are talking about this is, so we read, let's read Psalm 133 again. It's going to be the, the foundation that we are building on, Psalm 133, and then we are going to read also uh, where we read in Genesis chapter uh, 11, those two scriptures. The Bible says, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Saying that, how good, how pleasant. And he said, it is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down the bed, even Aaron's bed, that went down to the skirts of his garment. Verse 3. And the dew of Ammon that descended upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord has commanded the blessing. Where is the blessing? The blessing is in the unity of the brethren. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. So the Bible says that it is a good thing, it's a pleasant thing when brethren dwell together in unity. And the Bible says it's like oil. The anointing flows where there is unity. That is where the power of God is, is released. So we read in first service and I just want to read that scripture again in now chapter 4. Acts chapter 4 where we, what verse did we start from? 34, 31, Acts 4, 31, look at this. The Bible says, and when they had prayed, the place was shaking where they were assembled. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost. And they spread the word of God with boldness. We haven't seen this kind of church. Well, they might have existed in pockets or places, but they are not common and it's because of the level of disunity that is within the body. And when we are saying the body, we are even talking about one church, one local assembly. That's the power of God. There is a reason why they are this kind of power. We are going to read further in a while to discover why. The Bible says that when they prayed, you know, they were threatening. And somebody just came back and just reported to the rest of the guys. Hey guys, they are threatening us. I said, can we pray? And as they started praying, uh, there was earthquake. People have fasted and people have prayed in our time and they can't even move a stone. And what I started with for service is the fact that uh, pay attention to what the Lord pays attention to. And of course I said the shocking statement for service. You are not going to see any scripture in the Bible that tells how we should fast. In New Testament, there is no pattern to fasting. There is nothing about money to 6 o'clock. There is nothing about dry we put attention to all those things because of our religious understanding. The Bible teaches fasting, but the Bible is silent about how fasting should be carried out. There are weightier matters of the spirit that people don't pay attention to. To walk in love is superior to, to, fast, in seven, seven, to fast for seven days and seven nights. And we need to start thinking about this. Because of the scriptures, I show them and I'm showing some of them right now. So the Bible says, these guys didn't call for fasting. They just get us together and pray. And there was earthquake. Imagine, twelve was praying. That means nobody. Look at what happened as a result. The Bible said they were all filled. Go back to my soul. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Imagine going for a prayer meeting where every single person at the prayer meeting is filled with the Holy Spirit. That means they shackle, the chain, the bondage, the issue, the mountain in every life goes down. 
what a meeting to be. But there's a reason why this happened. They weren't special. But something was in the church that is not in this current church across the globe. And the body of Christ must walk into this thing. Hallelujah. Amen. At that point, we find. <laughs> Amen. Look at the reason. Verse 32. And the Bible says, And the multitude of them, even though there were many, believe were of, what's the first thing? Say it again. And of, wow, the earth is your spirit. The soul is your will, your emotion, your intellect. The Bible says, everybody in that church, if you ask this one something, it's going to say the same thing like this one. They had one heart, and they had one soul. Now, this I've called it for service, a Christian community, because I'm talking about issues around or within the body of Christ. When this is understood, we are going to be functioning in an, in an extraordinary anointing that is not common. And I'm going to extend this, maybe the weeks to come, to families and to friendship. It might cause you to reduce some friends. Because the sincere truth is this. Jesus made a very, very solid statement when he said, if any two of you shall agree as touching anything, then if any Christian and another Christian should pray about something and it does not happen with speed, something is wrong somewhere and Jesus can't be wrong. It means that there is disunity somewhere. You see, many Christians don't know and those who are listening to me and those who are watching me, that the gossips going on in churches, they are the reason for the weakness of the body of Christ. Christians don't really trust themselves. And because many haven't taught to walk away from self. Are you following me? Yes, Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. When these things are solved, we are looking at one mind, one soul. And that led to what communism has been trying to duplicate. Nobody said anything that belonged to you was his. Whoa. <laughs> If you try that right now, you are in trouble. In the present day, those who, do have, those who have cash, you see, you don't see, the car is not yours, so anybody that needs your cash, come and pick it. Some cars will never come back again. You know, I thought, <laughs> they have argued that cash should start a bank, blah, blah, blah. It's true. Actually, it's loud. It's a fantastic thing. If the Christian community in Nigeria will start doing things, us people, um, we, we are going to build one. I've told you, right? And the hospital will be free of charge, right? That's where we are going. Amen. We are going to have many secondary schools of international standard that they will be free. Amen. You remember, right? Yes, Yesterday I was praying and I said, Lord, help our church to give accommodation to two million people for free. And it will happen. Amen. But you see, when it comes to, for now, churches having banks, believe me sincerely, Christians will go there in the name of the Lord, borrow money, and they shall not return it in the name of the Lord. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> All of a sudden, excuse me, because that's why this community is difficult to achieve. And I'm going to show you some of the reasons. So, <laughs> because in this community, there's so much power. Hallelujah. We must be taught, and that is the starting point, that the foundation of Christianity is forgiveness. And if you cannot forgive your brother, so let's look at it. So, the Bible says, so they were of one heart and one soul. And nobody. So the next verse. The Bible says, and nobody lacks. Next verse. And with great power. We go to this first service. Because they had one mind and one soul. Great power was functioning in them. And great grace. Grace is in dimension. The Bible says great grace was upon them. 
Nobody had little grace. They were working in extraordinary grace. And because of great grace that was upon them, verse 34, neither was there any among them that lacked. Can this still happen? I gave a very fun illustration in the morning. As long as we are trained not to think that it ends with you. So you need 50,000. Somebody gives you 50,000 in church. Will you also give somebody 5,000 to the 50 who need 5? Or you feel that it ends with you, you consume it upon yourself. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Nobody among them lacks. But let's look at something. Look, uh, Matthew 18. We have to repeat some scripture and then I'll go to what we want to read here. This. So Matthew 18, we started from verse 15. Let's read from verse 15. Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee. You know why this happens? Matthew 12, 25. Jesus said, every house in 26 that is divided, we come back to here, go to Matthew 12, 25 and 26. I want to read something here. Jesus knew their thought and said, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And every city or house or family that divides against itself shall not stand. Maybe when we get to it, I'll also tell you why your spirit and your soul should not have conflicts. But that's not for today. But once there is division, and Satan is a master in this, setting brethren against another brethren, that the power of unity that they can wield will disappear. It does this, building accusations. Uh, they, <laughs> amen. And this is what we should watch out for. Every kingdom. So, Genesis chapter 9. We read that, sorry, 11, Genesis 11. Every kingdom that is divided against itself shall not stand. And this is well understood by the devil. And the Lord said, Behold the people, let's start from verse 4. Can you imagine certain folks just get us together and say, We're going to build a building that will reach heaven. And look at how God responded. He shows the power that comes from unity. God said, Let us go. They said, let us go build a city and it will all storm may reach unto heaven and let us make ourselves, for ourselves a name. Lest we be scattered abroad. They did not want to scatter. <laughs> but what scattered them soon came? Verse 5. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. Verse 6. And God said, these people is one and they have one language. This is the beginning of what they will do. And now, nothing Shout that word nothing. nothing. Who is talking here? Can you imagine the one that is called the Almighty saying this about mortal men? The Almighty is saying about mortal men that there is nothing these guys will plan to do that they will not be able to do. He said because they have a foundation. They have one language. So God did something. He didn't even touch the building. He came down. Next verse. He said, let us go, confound their language, that they might not understand one another's speech. Verse 8. So the Lord scattered them from there, and they left up to build the city. They stopped the work when their language scattered. Oh. The devil must have seen it. He was in Genesis observing what God was doing, and he has vowed. You want to cut short the strength of a church? Divide them. You want to caution the strength of a family divided. Set the man against the woman and the woman against the man. 
and the peace of God disappears. You are going to see how, how you should treasure this peace. Thank you. And get away from offense. I'm going to read something to you from 1st King. I'll just read one verse. 1st King chapter 6 verse 7. 1st King 6 7. Let's see something there. This is profound. Remember, the temple of Solomon has something to do with the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Solomon's temple was built, on, was built on the same mountain where David offered sacrifice, where the angel of destruction stretched his sword. The, the temple was built there. And there, there is a speculation that one of the mountains also was Mount Calvary where Jesus was crucified. So this is very, or Gogota, the place was called, one of the two. So this is very profound. And the house, now David prophesied about the building of the house, but God said David could not be because he was a man of blood. Do not let your brother's blood be in your hand. It is not when you carry dagger to kill somebody. Some of the things we'll say about other people. When we did Matthew 18, we are going to see that Jesus attached the power to bind and lose to you walking in love or walking in offense. Let me tell you the fundamental truth. If you have spoken evil of other Christians, don't attempt to bind demons. It's an effort in futility. Those of you who like to, I don't, I don't, so, no, 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 some people, the only church that will fit them is the one they start by themselves. Because as soon as they get to a place, they complain. They did this to me. Can't, I'm waiting for the day. So people will be like, that woman I mentioned in the first service, she was sick for 13 weeks and nobody came from her church to check her. When she got well, she went to meet the pastor and said, sir, we need to start a unit in the church that will be visiting those who are in hospital. I was there for 13 weeks, nobody came. I'm not offended, but let this not happen to another person. I want to start that unit. The pastor started crying. That is a Christian. Nobody check me. I'm not leaving. There's no love in that place. When people say there's no love, they are saying that the love is not being directed towards them. That's why there's no love. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Even Jesus, I believe some angels will remove their hearts and salute that woman. That's it. You know why? She has moved from day to we. There are people in the church, though they are in the church, but they are in the class of day. That they, they, go, they, they are talking about the church they attend, though. They, they. I don't like the way that was social, but if you believe we, you will say we. I don't like the way we treat first timers. So when there is workers, you bring it up. Excuse me, I know that this is the way. This we, we should not be doing this. That is why you have identified with a body. That was what that woman did. We are not checking people. He said they didn't check me. We are not checking people. Here's the difference between the two. Oh, it will shock you how many people in the body of Christ are in the level of day, day, everything day. They they said. <laughs> Because when you are like that, you can easily accuse a church. They, 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 no, they were, ah, just when they, they, when they waste time. Right? <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me? Is somebody following me this morning? Yes, Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. The Bible says, and the house, this is Solomon's temple. The great temple that was prophesied. When it was in building, was built of stone. Made ready. And before it was brought thither, hey, this is powerful. Remember, Solomon's tenure experienced peace. Why did God stop David from building the temple? He said you fought too many wars. Those of you that like fighting wars or wars, you're always in the midst of somebody said, this one said, this one said. I already said something before. Those who sin with you will sin against you. If you sit down with any church member and discuss other church members, you have just made yourself a subject to be discussed. It's just a matter of time. Are you with me? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And how many Christians are killing other Christians by what we say? You know, <laughs> some people have reached a level where they have actually discovered that the most difficult people to borrow money to are Christians. Because in the name of the Lord, they shall not pay back. 
which excuses? But now this is the issue. Before you, before you say anything about such people, I usually look at it this way. I have made up my mind. Whatsoever I do, I do unto the Lord. So no man can disappoint me. So there is no room in my life for self-pity. Oh, as a pastor, I've been preaching this. Somebody said this about me. This is very painful. There is no room for self-pity. You will have self-pity when you are doing something to be noticed by men. I, I served in that church for 20 years. They did not... Really, did you serve Jesus or you serve the church? If you serve Jesus, you will not have self-pity. Because you'll be like, whatever you have done, you have done it to the Lord, not to man. Men might misbehave. You know what they are doing is wrong. But you are not feeling disappointed because when you gave yourself, when you gave your time, you did it to Jesus, not to the person there. And that's the way it is. Are you with me? The Bible said all the stones that were brought. Now, the Bible says, so that there was neither armor, nor axe, or any tool of iron held in the house while it was in building. This is a remarkable, this is a very powerful prophetic statement. Where you are, where you are, where they are building a house, you hear armor, you hear chisel, and all. The Bible said that in the temple of Solomon there was nothing. They used a adequary, they work on the stones. They just brought the stones to fix them so that there was no noise when the place was being constructed. He's talking about, a prophetically, talking about the house of Jesus Christ. He is the prince of peace. He does not want armor and chisel in his house. Are you following me? Because it's called prince of peace. The man that was a man after God's heart was rejected from building because God looked at his hand, too many blood. One day the Lord told me there are Christians all over the world, too many blood of other Christians in their hand. The reason why people don't like some people is because of what you have said about that person. You think about how many people's mind you poison towards some other people. Somebody comes to church innocently, you are feeding them with things about other people that will make them see those people and block their hearts. And you think you are achieving something. Until the body of Christ. Now, I'm not talking to those who are here alone. I'm talking about, talking about the body of Christ all over. Until this is undoed well. We, we will seek to walk. And we know that that's why we now fast, 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 fast. I look like, does it take God this long to answer? Honestly speaking, is God that stingy? That you have to beg him, bribe him, fast and pray, 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 so say, pray, do all sorts. Before he dashes out a miracle. What's the miracle? A car. A car that a CEO can give you, can give his girlfriend every day. It's our heavenly father. When there is friction, when, there is, when the speed is impeded, we should know that something is wrong somewhere. Jesus gave a song. He said, if any two of you shall agree, if I agree with you and nothing is happening very fast, we have not agreed. Period. I might need to question you very well. That Are you really thinking what I'm thinking? Or there's something? We need to talk about it. So when there is a group in the church praying for somebody and nothing is happening, somebody in that group, and remember I told them, a sheep does not sink because of the water around the sheep. It sinks because of the water inside. The Pharisees every day used to argue with Jesus, but they did not arrest him. Judas did it for him in one day. Or did it for them. Have you ever wondered? Three years, they will, argue, they will tell us, are you the son of God? And they will argue, argue, and they will leave me alone. Then he will heal on the Sabbath day. They will get and why are you healing on the Sabbath day? But they never arrested him. But when the man from inside, Satan understands this very, very well. Peter saw it and he buttressed what I just said earlier. When he was talking to husband and wife, he said, so that your prayer may not be hindered. Because when there is division, a house divided against itself cannot stand. 
And when the devil wants to reduce the effectiveness of a church, he begins to plant seed of discord. People saying things. Anywhere where whispers are not tolerated, they will grow very fast and things will go. But where it is, yeah, people, people say it. And you know, you know, we are all coming from different places. Some just don't know. They don't know their left from their right. But you are hearing me now, so you need to correct it. Some find it very, very difficult in a unit to obey instruction. <laughs> and there were many illustrations I gave there for service, you know. Uh, if you don't trust a church, then leave the church. Because the sincere truth is this. You cannot function very well until you trust the place where you are. Some things will happen that if you are not TV, you love to talk, hey, why are they doing that? You will think they are wrong, but and until you understand from where they are operating from. And I gave a very crucial example for service. You know, many of you will remember the guy that used to be with us in Big Trade, who will wear something, wear rag, and so many people in the church gave him clothes, gave him things. But because he loved to beg for money, he will hide them. He will come to church with something dirty so that he will be able to, and he was always targeting first-timers, collecting money from them. I, and I said that one day, B3 used to be that, he saw, you know, there were no windows there, so except we put on, like, you wouldn't see anything, you know. So one day I lined down the altar praying, and he came in with a plate of food in his hand, and he ate. He didn't know I was there. Then he went out. Then he came in during service, about one hour to service. I just walked up to him and said, Pastor, you know, I'm not eating all day long. I said, really? So I just said, may the Lord feed you and bless you. Now, if you were there, you would think, but I saw him. Then one day he wanted to go for outreach and then he joined them. I said, you can't go like this. So I said, step aside. And there was a lady just started coming to church then. For two weeks she didn't come again. She said that, they, that this pastor preaches about love so much. But I saw him. He said, she told her friend that, you know, they didn't let that guy go with us because he was wearing something. That he wears the love of God. That, when you start talking like that, I told her first, it is difficult for me to imagine that Pastor David and they are cutting corners. It's difficult because I don't cut corners. Sometimes when people talk like that, it is the evil in their hearts. If they were in that position, all offerings and tithes, your kingdom has come. That's why you can think. I have never suspected any guy because a lady is close to you. Because I have many ladies around me and I've never enjoyed myself in any funny thing before I got married now that I'm married. So I cannot imagine. So I can't imagine how a man will finish praying and come out and be stealing from church. How they will, all of you contribute money that we are building a church and I'll go and carry that money to go and buy something. I cannot imagine it. So I cannot imagine it towards somebody else. So sometimes people think all this is because it's in their hearts. Is this a guy and the girl coming out of uh, Hey, Melissa, they must have it. Because if he was the one, he won't waste that chance. So that's why it's interpreting it like that. So the way I've been seeing the two of them. Because if anybody ever gets close to you like that, you have a plan. <laughs> Are you with me? Are you following me? This is, see, we need to, <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> Remember, the Bible says, dear, the Lord has commanded blessing. That blessing, the manifestation of it, is in the place of unity. It's in the place of unity. The manifestation of it is in the place of unity. So we must guide against any kind of division. Mm. Hallelujah. Are you following me? Let me read the second one. I begin to close. Second uh, Chronicles chapter 5. I'm going to read verse 13. I want to show you something. 
Satan understands this perfectly. He must have studied when God scattered their language. Then he studied when the apostles prayed. And as soon as they prayed, the place shook. Ah, he doesn't want believers to operate this kind of anointing. So he begins to look at this one. It came to pass. As the trumpeters and singers were, what's the next thing? Say it loud. Singers and trumpeters as one. Sound to be heard, praising God, thanking the Lord. When they lifted up their voice with the trumpet and the cymbal and the trumpet of music and praised the Lord, for he is good for his mercy and joy forever, that the house was filled with what? Next verse. So that the priest could not enter. This was the only time it happened in the time of Solomon. For some reasons, everybody got on the same page. And right there, the glory of God descended. Acts chapter 2, verse 1. What brings his glory? And why do people pray, 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 and it's not happening? When the day of Pentecost was fully come, what was the next thing? One accord. One accord. The day they were in one accord was the day the Holy Ghost descended. In no testament, the day they were in one accord was the day the glory filled the house. Can this be that this is what the Lord is waiting for in, this, in the church all over the world? That is at the point where every simple prayer over cancer, every simple prayer, a Christian old and a Christian that, oh brother, you can't pay your rent. Let's agree to you that God will send the money within 24 hours it arrives. These are not strange things. They are not happening because many people are detached and true unity is not really in the church. I told, I told them of a service I attended at the church and I've seen it here. So it's not there alone. So I don't, no, it's, it's happening in Lateran. But it's, I've seen it in every other place. So it's not that it has happened here. When that day it rained heavily. I was in school then, so I came later in. You know, as like I just came to pray for her. I came as the president of the fellowship then. So and I went to Lagos, and then it rained heavily at the front of later, and the whole place was heavily flooded, almost to ankle ankle deep. And the side, all the men were removing their shoes and rolling their 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 trousers, and the ladies were removing their heels and they were standing inside water. And certain Christians from the same meeting were driving out. So even one only person in the car. But pick nobody, even some will splash water on you. We just finished the same conference. How many times have I seen it here and in many other churches? Every church. Service ends, somebody gets in the car, his car alone, and then he leaves. But you see, the other side of it is that sometimes when people want to help, they get their fingers burnt trying to help. It's <laughs> not Apostle Paul said. In First Thessalonians chapter four verse fifteen, is there one those who are unruly? One man in my estate while we were growing up decided to give people a lift like that in the name of the Lord by junction. When he was coming from his office in the evening, he stopped by to buy suya for his entire family, and he put it on the back seat. It's very funny. <laughs> and these are old men, and he stopped to pick them, and they entered, and he felt that the suya was smelling, so that it would look nice. He just said, there is here you can take. And they were gisting. <laughs> eating. By the time the man got home, he only saw toothpick. Every suya, every piece of the suya, take it. 
None of them are spiritual. Oh God. Discipline to just say that. This man could have bought this. They, they were just with him and they were eating, and they ate everything. I was he told his father he will never pick anybody. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> but you see, I'll tell such a man, another day put your suya at the front. <laughs> and still pick them. You know, there are people, once they hear that it's a Christian that wants to borrow money for it, they will never. Because they borrowed many and they've suffered for it. But if you are doing it unto the Lord, you will organize yourself better, but you won't stop helping people. Amen. Amen. You can do what some of us do. You borrow an amount. Even members are take. I mean, you, they will say, when people tell me borrow, I only respond if I want to respond. When I respond, I don't expect it back. I know what, 60 out of 40, I've never returned back. Some of people think that money will show up from one invisible source. So they start promising everyone on that. Just give me, I will, I will borrow you now, I will just give you back. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Are you with me? Are you with me? This is very... So, walking in love is the major thing. And guiding against division. Because what guides against division is walking in love. The Bible says love covers a multitude of sin. You refuse to pick offense. I cannot guarantee that the church will not offend you. When we say that, I'm not sure my something you don't like one day. In the church, we have all kinds of people. For Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 20. 2 Timothy 2 20. Let me show you something from there. 2 Timothy 2 20. The Bible says in a great house. But in a great house, there are <laughs> not only vessels of gold and of silver. But also of wood and of heart. Some to what? And some to? This great time is talking about the kingdom of God. You have all kinds of vessels. That's what the Bible is saying. Some to honor, some to dishonor. And the Bible said that if any man purifies himself from this, shall be a vessel of unto honor, sanctified. For masters who prepare unto every good work. So in the greater there are many vessels. So there are people in the church that will offend you. When we talk about Christian community, we have to talk about this. Because I'm actually seeing a time in this church that what happened, the latter part of Acts chapter 4 will happen that none of us will lack. Everybody might not be a multi-billionaire, but everybody will be okay financially. Because what happened in that was that those who had, somebody had eight cars, so he gave two to somebody who did not. We'll get to that point. That's what we are trusting God for. That if suddenly there is a deal that comes to your hand of seven million, and you first of all ask that, okay, who doesn't have house rent that is just today four hundred k? Let me give, and we show you somebody. And if you don't want them to know, give it to welfare. They will get just tell welfare that this is what I wanted to do with my money, and they can give you the name of the person they give it to later. So if you want, don't want. It's I'm, I'm, we are looking at that. Many times our attention is too much on ourselves. As soon as God blesses us, the list of things we want to buy, they are the things that come. Some don't even remember God. <laughs> giving each other's problem. Not to even talk about how giving it to God. There are types of you, you when God blesses you, remember your source. That's how we give every church. 
They remember those who are less privileged. Always think about this. Even if God gives you 10,000. And I've explained this to workers severally. If they say we are building, if you have 10,000, give 1,000 or two. Don't call yourself the poor. It is why many poor are poor. Don't say, I am broke. If you have 500 naira, and you are somewhere they have mentioned the kingdom project, give 15 out of that 500. God does not look at the amount. He looks at what is left. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. But when you calculate yourself out, ah, okay, I know what they want to build, but me, I don't have money. You have just said it. And everyone will respond. It will be unto you according to your faith. You have just said it. That's what some people do. If somebody approaches you, I need money. If all you have is 100, naira, tell the person, I have 100, but take 20. Honestly speaking, I have told you this, but if you are doing this, God will start promoting you. Oh, somebody wants up to your house and I need 70K. Say, all I have is just 2,000. Say, I have 10 here. Can I give you 2 out of 10? Please. And when you give the money, pray with him that the Lord has used me to give you. To, even though it's far from where you are going, God will also send some other people to you. When you start doing that, then from 10, you start with 100, then you can give 20. Then you start having, it is very easy. I have experimented this. I'll be a hypocrite. As a Christian, you can grow financially if in the little things that you have, you remember God and remember the poor. We have many people to say that what is, this one is not enough. It's true, it's not enough. That's why you should give part of it. What is not enough to you? It is what somebody is praying for day and night. Somebody just, in, it just doesn't have transfer fear. Now you want to do a business. It's 500,000. You only have 120. You are there complaining. 5K is an answer to someone's prayer. And the 600 you need also is a chicken change in someone's pocket. When you respond, that's why I say that blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Can I hear you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. So this is the kingdom of God. This is what lets brotherly love continue. And I'll close with that. What, where is that scripture? Hebrews 13. <laughs> you know what the Bible says this? Hebrews 13 verse 1. It's a very short verse. Let brotherly love. Everybody say it. I will show you the meaning of. If you have a Bible that has translation. What's the meaning of brotherly love? Revelation chapter 3. Verse, uh, what verse is that? Revelation chapter 3. So the church in Philadelphia. I have said before you an open door. Unto the end. No, no. Sadist is bad one. Don't give us sadist. <laughs> they are sadists. So, to the angel of the church in Philadelphia writes, This thing saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that has the key of David, he that openeth and no man shorted, and he that shorted and no man openeth. Verse 8. I know thy works. Let's all say it together loud. The next thing. Hey, please say like someone that is alive, not like super egos, please. <laughs> Say it aloud. <laughs> no, no, just stop. As no man can shut it. Let's it again. I have. We can say it in a stronger way. Let's say it again. I have said before you 
Did you see that at the beginning it was addressed to a particular church? What's the name of the church? You know, he spoke to seven churches. Sardis, Pagamos, uh, Ephesus, and all those ones. Some he said that you are forsaking your first love. He said to one, you are neither cold nor hot. I will spill you out. <laughs> he said, you guys, you are, you are, you are crooks. So go and sit down. Then he spoke different messages for different churches. When he got to Philadelphia, he said, I'm the one that shot at no man. No, because what God will do in your life, he will introduce himself to you by what he will do. So, when he said, Jehovah Jireh, on the Mount of Lord shall be seen, he gave Abraham a ram. When they finished fighting war, and he defended that they called Jehovah Nisi, he will introduce himself by what he will do. So, Jesus told the church that, I am the one that shot, and no man knows. That means, when I open, it's whatever. Why did he say that? He said that just because he was going to tell them, he was going to give them an open door. But the Bible said to the church in Philadelphia, now I made you read Hebrews 13, 1, 4. The word Philadelphia, you know the meaning? Brother-in-law. Now, physically, Jesus was talking to a church in Philadelphia. But you see, the Bible has contemporary relevance and eternal truth in it. The eternal side or the spiritual side of the word of God. There is no church on earth again that is church of Philadelphia. Philadelphia has moved from a physical location to a spiritual level. So Jesus was saying that to the Christians who have attained to the level of brotherly love, I have said before you an open door. That's what Jesus is saying. Because the meaning of Philadelphia is brotherly love. So anybody who enters into brotherly love before you an open door. John saw it. He was the only apostle. He talked about love more than any other subject matter. After Paul was tied to chariots and he was turned into two, after Peter was crucified upside down, only John, every attempt to kill John, no one. And he made it say, he said, he that is born of God kills himself and the wicked one cannot touch him. He knew what he was saying. Because they call him the apostle of love. He shows that when you walk in love, he is the strongest power available on earth. When your enemy is hungry and you feed him, you make yourself a spiritual, uh, uh, a rock that cannot be conquered. You don't know why people speak evil of us and we speak love, he said. You make yourself a mighty man spiritually. He who refuses to retaliate has become, you have conquered the enemy. The greatest weapon of the devil is do you and I do you, do me, I do you. Once you conquer that thing, you have become someone else on the face of the earth. Jesus saying to them, Father forgive them for they know not what they do. Kill the devil. That was the real essence of the cross. One, when it goes to the turn of Stephen, Jesus stood up. The only point he has been made to sit at the Father's right hand forever. Remember, he seated in heavenly places above Prospect and Park, according to Ephesians chapter 2. But you see, when, Philip's, when, when Stephen said, Lord, receive my spirit, Jesus stood up to welcome Stephen to heaven. What was the last thing Stephen said before he died? He said, Lord, do not lay it against them. Thank God he didn't pray that the enemy should die, otherwise, Apostle Paul would have died with them because he was one of the people there. He just said, so that's why we respond in love. Some of the things happening in the nation, Christians being killed in Ben, people being killed, and some that they can annoy you to hate a group of people, but that is not our game. Amen. Amen. At times when a big blessing is coming, all these things will start coming at you. Some people just start saying things. You can't vouch for what people will say about you, but you can control how you respond to what they are saying. That I still love you. I still love you. As to some of the people that you help most at times are the ones that will bite you. You'll be tried many times. But then if you pass, if you refuse to have your brother's blood in your hand, somebody comes to us and he says that your friend just said something. You are tempted. You even know more terrible secrets about that friend. You want to say, just, okay, is that what he said? Well, I'm not like that. I'm not saying anything again. 
oh, I didn't do those things. But you know, but you know, your your mind wants to go to say that he said that he's an idiot. Look at him. Four days ago, I still did for him. Three days ago, no, just say no. I'm not saying. I'm not saying anything. I am not saying anything. Hallelujah. Even your guiding angel will salute you when you start taking that kind of decision. You are becoming something else on the face of the earth when you start doing it. This is Christianity. Thank God I did not give up when I got born again. When the one of the ladies I used to like the way she used to preach in class and in the first second fellowship, I was asking her for direction. And she thought I wanted to toast her or something and respond in a very nasty way. I remember the statement to me. So is this, this is what they talk about here. But I said that, well, I'm not here because of her. I'm here because of Christ Jesus. I won't leave. Thank God. How many people have left offenses? Some people will even apply for welfare in the church. I said they didn't give us money, so they get angry. So there's no love in that place. <laughs> you see, remember, you are not the only one in it. They also give to many people. Amen. Amen. Only God can meet everybody's need. We will ask a body of Christ will keep trying. That's why I'm praying for all of you to be blessed, my soul. We can be many. If I, my target is that let it be that none of us is asking for help. We are helping others outside. Yeah. That's why our hospital will be built. Yeah. And it will be free treatment. Yeah. We are the hope of the nation. And it will happen. Yeah. We will not start by saying that some building a Christian university are expensive. No, we will appreciate God for putting that. Ali, they have been able to show us that it can be built. Let us take it from there and build it for free. It is always one level after the other. If they didn't do my dad, know that, know that churches should be doing those things. But now we know. As difficult as it is, I believe that we'll have a bank one day. I will give people money. You know, I've seen it in Willow Creek Church. I've told you before. And I'm learning from that church. Fantastic church. They have a shopping mall that looks like ShopRite. They, they even believe that you'll be embarrassing the less people let go in the church if you start giving them clothes in the church. So they give you a virtual card. A card. You go to the shopping mall and you buy things. You look like you are the one buying when you give the card to the cashier, it goes to the church accounts. And they give you all those things. So even watching with it, you are buying. But you are not buying. All the doctors in the church, they all have like two or three weeks that they work in the church hospital for free. So the hospital, they don't employ anybody. There's no time you get there, you won't see some doctors there. Everybody when they're on vacation, they come to work. The people have so, some doctors. So, it's a church of over 25,000. Maybe they have over 500 doctors. So every day you see doctor, and they treat you for free. If you are a widow or you are very old as a woman, they fix your car for free. All the mechanic, all the engineers in the church, the mechanics in the church, they come to the church as a center where they put spare parts. You drive there, they help you fix your car for free. That's a church. That's where it's supposed to be. It's all blessed this morning. <laughs> it's all blessed this morning. Say to yourself, I will, I will. Always, always walk in love. Walk in love. Glory, to Glory to God. Put your hands together. Just bless the name of the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Follow the pattern Jesus said. Once you have any issue with anybody in the church, go and meet the apostle first of all. And if he doesn't listen, call a leader that this person did this. That's how you should follow. The Bible is clear about that. And the Bible says, Therefore I say unto you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. This is very, very important.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshumakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Towing Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.